Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars, Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcasts. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. Hey, Magic Makers. Here I am recording my 200th episode. I can't believe it. I remember oof, back in 2014, I wanted, really wanted to have a podcast. But I couldn't get it. I couldn't be consistent. I couldn't find my ass with both hands and I stopped. And then I waited five years. And then finally, you know, it just was like in the back of my mind, you know, just saying, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? And I don't know about you. I mean, how many things have you had in the back of your mind that said, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? You know, I remember when I first started doing fitness competitions I was like, you know, scared out of my mind. You know, I didn't know what the hell to expect. I didn't know what to do walking across the stage with two inches of fabric across my bottom. And, you know, I would always ask the universe for signs, you know. And so for me to do my first fitness competition, I was like, you know, if the Red Sox can win the World Series, anything's possible. And I've used that a lot in when I want to do things uh, I want to do. And sometimes I do a lot of shit scared. You know, I do a lot of things where I don't know the entire path, but I know the first few steps. And that's one of the things I always try to instill in my clients. And I try to hopefully instill in you, the listener, that, you know, sometimes we don't have all the, sometimes we don't have all the answers. And in this episode today, it's going to be a little bit different than what I normally do. I have asked several of my former clients and current clients to just share, you know, a lesson that I've learned from them, some takeaway that they have, like some experience that they've had with me as a coach, because let's be honest, without you, the listener, and without my clients, I don't know where I'd be. You all are people who give me the ideas to say, you know, Kim, I should talk about this. I should find a guest to talk about that. Um, I my whole goal in my life here is that I see you struggle. I struggled. And you know what? 
fuck that. No more struggling. I don't want you to be struggling anymore. I truly believe and I know that weight loss can be effortless. I believe that in my whole heart. It's just a matter of us letting go. Letting go of how we think it has to be. Letting go of what we think it should be, how it should look, and just finally coming to Jesus and say, how can I make this work for me, right? You all know your life. And when it comes down to working with me as a coach, there's five things that I always try to instill in my clients. Uh, and my five main pillars of like, regardless of if you come to me for one-on-one coaching, if you come to me, work with me in a program are part of my Fit Girl Magic Society, I'm always about clarity, right? How can I help you get so crystal clear about what you want? Because I, I see it all the time and you'll hear from uh, uh, some of the my guests a little bit later. The biggest thing is just getting clear, right? Because once I am clear, then boom, like the path just lights right up like someone turned on a light switch. Are you tired of jumping from one health and fitness program to the next without seeing any real long-term results? I get it. Life can be unpredictable and sticking to a consistent routine can be tough. That's where I can help. Introducing five days to consistency. My new free five-day challenge that will help you develop lasting healthy habits With just a five-minute commitment, I will guide you through creating a personalized plan that fits your lifestyle and your goals. No more chasing unicorns or bouncing from one 30-day challenge to the next. Magic makers, it's time to focus on real change, the kind that sticks with you for the long haul. So if you're ready to make a change and develop the habits that lead to long-term success, join me for the free five days to consistency challenge. Let's start to make healthy living a habit, not just a one-time thing. But what I see happen so many times is that we're not clear. We're so murky. We're so like, I think this is what I want. Or one week I want to run a marathon and the next week I want to do a powerlifting competition and the next week I just want to sit on my ass, right? So I've been there too. I totally know that. The second place is choices. Be, we have to own our choices. Own your shit bottom line. And this is what happens when you leave your house for a social event. And I know I know I had a lot of social anxiety, not from like being around people, social anxiety about food, right? For years, I had this whole mental thing about, oh my God, what was I going to eat? What would they have? What would I need to eat before? And could I go to the gym? Like, it just I look back at that time in my life. And I'm like, give me some strength up in here. The other, th- the third thing that I encourage my clients to do is connect, right? This is where you find out what is your why? Why do you want this? Because this here is your motivation. You know, motivation, I will say this all the time and I'm, and you guys will parrot it back to me. Motivation is not going to ring your doorbell and be like, hey girl, hey, come in the back seat. We're all going to the gym today. Motivation is not that. Motivation is you saying, this is, I'm clear about what I want and is my action going to get me there? That's motivation. So you got to connect to whatever the hell it is that you want. And sometimes we got to get creative and you'll hear that from a couple of clients where, you know, a lot of my clients are very rigid. You know, they come in with a very rigid mindset of this is how it has to be. And if it's not this way, 
be damned. And really kind of as a coach, it's like making sure they feel heard, making sure they feel seen, making sure they feel empowered, but at the same time coming up with like, how do we like turn the ship so that they're not like, you know, freaked the fuck out. And a lot of times they can be, it can be scary to, to make a change, especially after something you've been doing for a while. I've, I've been there. I, phew, girl, I've been, I have been there. Um, and finally courage, right? The courage to go, to go, to keep going so that you can ultimately be consistent. And that's, those are the five pieces that I work within my clients all the time. And, you know, depending on what's going on with you, you know, some people are super clear, like, this is what I want. Great. We don't even have to deal with that. Let's move on. Some people, they need the motivation. So as you come to approach me, even if you come in a group environment or a one-on-one environment, I see you as an individual. So I've, um, I've asked several clients, past and present, what it's like to work with me, what habits I've taught from them. So I'm going to share with you uh, my very first one. Uh, her name is Malia. Uh, and this is her talking about her experience working with me. Hey, Kim. So having you as a coach was an amazing experience because you were all about just realness and the tough love was always so perfectly timed. Um, I am one to make excuses um, just naturally. And you really gave me the clarity that I needed in those moments to realize that I was making excuses whenever they were actually excuses. But you also were there for me whenever, you know, it was a legit situation where I needed to take a step back. So I think that that was a great lesson that you always taught me as my coach was that life happens and, you know, there's a difference between life happening and making excuses because you don't feel like doing something. Um, but you always wanted the best for me. So, um, I really enjoyed having you as my coach. It'd be great to have you as my coach again one day. Love you. Thank you so much for that, Malia. So here's the thing. I don't know about you. Malia, when I first started working with her, she was a new mom and she was trying to juggle it all. And I had worked with Malia prior before she became a mama. And she was like, you know, trying to do all the things. And, you know, sometimes kids get sick. It is what it is. And sometimes kids don't go to bed on time. It is what it is. And so working with her and a lot of clients like Malia, and maybe like you, it's like, as she mentioned, isn't an excuse or is it life, right? You know, shit happens. So how do we come up with a plan B? That's always what I want to work. That's what we I worked with Malia with on a lot is what is that plan B? You know, if your little nugget doesn't go down, how do we come up with our plan Bs? So that instead of like, you know, feeling like crap because you couldn't do whatever it is, couldn't meal prep, couldn't go to the gym, whatever it was because your little nugget didn't go down or your nugget got sick. What are some of the alternatives so we can start to brainstorm those things before life comes at us? Because life is always going to come at us. And as she mentioned too, like clear, right? The, the, clear, the clearer we are about where we want to go, we are going to hit those goals. You know, there's a saying that says, um, if I've aim at nothing, I always hit it. All right. So I don't want my clients to aim at nothing. And I also don't want them to feel like crap because they 
said they were going to do something and they weren't able to do it. I'm all about, you know, I will always say CSI. What happened so that when this happens again, how do I make sure that I can navigate over, around, or under, or burst right freaking through that? All right. Thank you so much for your time, Amalia. Working with Kim was amazing. It created the foundations for an entirely new and refreshed and maintainable lifestyle for me. Over time, her guidance and expertise helped me reprogram my habits, which led me to lose weight, to become healthier, and to feel confident again. Transformation isn't easy, and Kim helped me develop the tools in my toolbox for long-lasting success every step of the way. Her communication is on point, and I always felt seen, heard, and supported. Her program takes the guesswork out and allowed me to have peace of mind that I could trust the process. So it's time to live your best hydrated and thriving life. Kim is amazing. If you haven't worked with her, reach out to her, get started. You'll be so glad you did. You know, one of the things I loved about Emily's uh, thing is about foundation. You know, I've always said I want my clients to outgrow me, but I want you to be able to go back and say, this is the foundation so that we all get off track. We all do it, even myself. So when you get off track, how can you get back on track? And if you have what Emily mentioned, a foundation, you are able to come back and be like, okay, let's get back to basics. And so many of us think that basics are boring. Yes, basics are boring. But you know what? The more I nail my basics, the more I'm able to be consistent. And consistency is where we are going to see the biggest bang for our bucks. You know, Emily talked about habits, you know, and that's my jam. You know, I want you to think about like habits that we don't ever think about. So I'm a coffee drinker, you know that. I go downstairs and I, I, I pour myself a cup of coffee. I don't even think about, do I put the cream in before the milk or the milk before the cream? It's just what I do. It's who I am. And that's just, it's just, it's just become habit. You know, brushing your teeth. Do you put, do you wet your toothbrush first, then put on the toothpaste or do you put on the toothpaste and then, then wet your, wet your brush? Or do you just be like, you just go for it? Like no, no water, no nothing. Just throw it all up in there. You know, we all have our different ways of, of habits. And, you know, when I work with clients, I want, you know, most of my client interaction is via email and, I don't want there to be a question. So I, I don't put in a lot of fluff words. I'm, you know, very specific about, okay, you're going to do A, B, C, and D. And so that way, like, they're not, you know, there's no question like, does she mean, what does she mean by this? What does she mean by that? Right? You know, it's like, I want my clients to be able to get the email that I sent back to them after they've, you know, checked in or they asked me a question and be like, okay, she wants me to go to the grocery store and get a kiwi, some bone broth, and some chicken. And that's what I'm going to do. And, you know, I feel that for me, let's be honest, I ain't got time. I am a skimmer, right? So I just want to use as little words as possible to get back to you so that you're able to, to like, as all of us are reading it on our damn phones, we could skim it and be like, okay, this is what I have to do. Great. Awesome. And you, and you're able to hit the ground running. So thank you so much for taking the time, Miss Emily. This is Shauna, and I'm happy to um, share some of the lessons that I've learned from Coach Kim. So one of the important lessons that I've learned is she's taught me to approach fitness as a balance in my life. 
Um, I've always kind of had this all or nothing mentality, like it either had to be perfect and follow a plan to a T. And if I didn't and fell off, then, you know, all was lost. And one of the important things that I've learned as from Kim as a coach is to not approach it that way. So she's encouraged me to approach fitness as a lifestyle and not really as an end game and something to achieve. Um, so quite honestly, I'm still working on it, um, but it is something that I do continuously um, try to work on. And, you know, it really is, um, you know, the journey, not the end game. I do love Kim as a coach because she's honest and holds you accountable. She doesn't sugarcoat things, but at the same time is uh, very encouraging and uh, gives great feedback. So um, thank you, Kim, for all that you've done for me. You know, for Shauna here, I can identify with this so much, and I'm sure plenty of you listening here can identify with her. I'm an all or nothing, I'm a recovering all or nothing person. You know, I always thought workouts had to look a certain way. And Shauna, again, was another one of the, those mamas who was trying to get it all done. And, you know, sometimes we got to put our cape away. <laughs> and, you know, I really loved working with Shauna because, you know, she's really busy, you know, at work, traveled a lot and was like really sitting down with her and be like, okay, Shauna, like, how can we make sure you get it done without you beating the shit out of yourself because, you know, you told yourself you're going to do 10 things today and you only got through five and figuring out what it does balance look like for you. And so, you know, I know balance for a lot of people that word is just like, but balance is how do you fit your fitness into your life? And for a long time, my life revolved around my fitness. Like I was, my fitness and my my uh, my workouts and my eating were the sun and I was a slave to them. And, you know, now that I'm on the other side of it, it just, oh, sweet Georgia Brown, it's so freeing. And I just want other women to feel that. And I know that we all kind of have to hit our own personal rock bottom. And, you know, as a coach, it's, you know, navigating who needs to hear it, who's ready to hear it, and who can actually take some baby steps towards that, you know, and it's great to hear that, you know, after, you know, several years, Shauna is still taking those baby steps towards it. And I'm grateful because I know that once I kind of broke free of my like fitness shackles, like my life dramatically uh, changed. So thank you, Shauna, for sharing that with us. Hello, my name is Angela, and I just wanted to share one of my favorite lessons that Kim has taught me over the years, uh, for which there have been several. I've known Kim for close to 10 years. Um, She's been my coach, getting me fit for stage, and I owe her tons of gratitude for helping me meet those dreams. Kim always delivers her lessons with humor, and I found that great in my coach. But um, my favorite lesson was it's not about the right foods. It's about what's right for you. And I had a lot of digestive issues that I had to deal with, and Kim really helped me identify what supposed good foods were actually not so great for me. 
And uh, that really, really, really was a lesson that I don't think I would have picked up on my own. So it may seem simple, but it was a very valuable lesson. Ah, Miss Angela, this one was huge. And I'm sure many of you fall into the same category as Angela, you know, good, the good food list, you know, you, you got the good food list and everything on that list, that was just your Jimmy Jam. That was what you ate from. And we never took into account, does it work for me? And, you know, it's really interesting that, you know, she was eating, you know, there was never anything she ate. You know, I would look at her food log week after week and she would always tell me, you know, Kim, I'm bloated, I'm this, I'm that. And then, you know, it was like, let's start to dissect the food that you're actually eating. And that was just such a aha moment. And, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, I did a whole podcast on gut health. And that has just, you know, come into the the purview of the general population. You know, this was I, I remember, gosh, probably 10 years ago, I was at a event and this woman, she was talking about gut health. And I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, lady. And now it's like, you know, you say gut health and people are like, oh, hey, you know, they know what what you are talking about, or at least in the uh, general ballpark. And so for Angela, a lot of it was working with her to clear up her gut health. And I get it, you know, and I want you to think to yourself, like for me, and I've shared this on multiple occasions, like I can't eat bananas first thing in the morning. Because if I eat bananas first thing in the morning, I crave like a crazy person. If I eat eggs, I can't eat like I if I have like three or four eggs, my body just digests them so quickly that they're like, I'm like, what's next? Like within the next 30 minutes after eating, my body's like, so what else you got? What are we eating today? So, you know, I know exactly how Angela feels where it's like, you're like, these are great foods. They're on the good food list, but they don't work for you. So if you're one of those people who are like feeling gassy, feeling bloated, take a look at what you're eating, even if it's a good food. The other thing about good food, and you know, a lot of clients who come to me fall into this category, you I look at your food log and it's stellar, stellar. Yeah, you might be eating too much or you might be eating too little. So, you know, it's finding that like Goldilocks spot, right, Greg, not too much and not too little. And so, you know, if you are one of those people, you're not quite sure, you know, do me a favor, um, reach out, let's let's have a conversation so we can figure out some stuff and see how we can uh, best support you. All right, thank you so much for your time, Angela. Knowing Coach Kim for as long as I have, I can honestly say, she is a force of inspiration that will bring you to any goal you might have. I am now more consistent with adding variety to my nutrition, and she also showed me how important it is to focus on sleep and stress to help make all of my efforts fall into place. Ah, uh, Joanne, that brings like, you know, the old Care Bears, like they had like their heart would expand. That is how my heart feels for you. Joanna has been a client of mine on and off for a several years. And, you know, for her, sleep and stress was like the, an albatross for her. And, you know, this girl, she could work her ass off in the gym. And, you know, she was killing herself at the gym, but the sleep. And as soon as she started to like, the, the, it was a slow burn before she realized like, 
no matter how hard she worked in the gym, if we if she was still stressed out like a crazy lady and not sleeping, there was there was just no it's a yin and a yang, right? We have to like the inputs were not matching the outputs. And when she finally like was like that clicked for her, she was like, Holy shit. That is why I feel like I've been working my ass off with little to nothing to show for it. And I I love when my clients have those aha moments, you know, as a coach, a lot of times, like you see your client like running for the brick wall. And, you know, I'm a mama bear, and I want to like throw my body in front of the brick wall and be like, don't, you know, imagine me like diving in front of them to like take the bullet for my client. And then, you know, they like run around me and sometimes, you know, and I know this, you know, I've been coaching for over 16 years and I know that some clients just need to hit the wall. I know as a client, I needed to hit the wall and Joanne needed to hit the wall. And then when she hit the wall and she could turn around and be like, you're right. I need to get more sleep and I need to my stress under control. It was just like, come to me, mama, come to me. Let me help you. So, you know, for many of many women, they take that for granted, right? You know, so many of us are just, we've been indoctrinated into that hustle and grind culture. And it's like, if I go to the gym and I'm there for two hours and I'm lifting all the things, I'm going to hit my results. And many of us dismiss that I only sleep a handful of hours a night. I, you know, I, I normalize how stressed I am. And, and I'm wondering, you know, why my body's not changing? You know, it could be that you're asking yourself, why am I, you know, why can't I lose the weight? Or why can't I put on the muscle? Or why do I look flabby? And many of us discount how important sleep is and stress. And, you know, as I look back over all of my 200 episodes, um, I've done two, three episodes on stress. And those are always in my top 10 Um episodes. So if you want to get your uh, a hand on um, my binge guide, do me a favor and uh, shoot me a DM and I will make sure you get a copy of my uh, binge guide for some of my more popular podcasts. But thank you so much, Joanne. And I uh, so adore working with you. And you know, when you finally that light bulb went on about sleep and stress, it was just amazing just to see how like, Boop, your the changes went in your um, physique. Kim, I just want to thank you so much for being honest with me to help me reach a goal that I've had for so many years. And I know this is specific. Um, you know, back then I was an athlete, and I can't really say I'm an athlete right now. But uh, back then, like you made a world of difference, and I really needed you to help keep me accountable and to be honest with me. And I reached my goal with your help, and it was really incredible. And it's just a, a moment that I will treasure for the rest of my life to win that championship. Karen, thank you so much. You know, I just so adored working with you. And you know, one of my superpowers. Um, you know, many people will ask me. What separates someone who just wants to look great in a, a pair of jeans to the person who wants to step on stage? And, you know, for a long time, I was 50-50. Half of my clients were fitness competitors and half of my clients were just regular folk just trying to fit into a pair of jeans. And it's 
just a little bit like I just diet you just a little bit harder. But the principles all stay the same. You know, we're I'm getting clear about what it is that you want. We're talking about your food choices with getting you to connect with your actual goal. Some of us might have to get creative about our food, creative about our workouts, you know, depending on what's going on in our life, having the courage to see things through so that we ultimately have that consistency. And for me, my superpower is the accountability, right? Because I don't know about you, I, I, I if, if someone says to me, if I tell you I'm gonna do something for you, I'm going to move heaven and earth to do it for you. And if I can't get it done for you, then I will um, let you know. Excuse me. I will let you know. And that's where, like, for many people, they don't understand that about uh, fitness. You know, I know that when people check in with me, you know, every week, uh, my clients can uh, check in with me, tell me, like, what's going on with their food, their diet, their exercise, sleep, so forth. And some be like, oh, it's just such a waste of time. No, it's, it's not a waste of time because it's like many of us need people to look over our shoulder, right? And when I look over my shoulder, nine times out of 10, you know, nothing really changes, but there's always like some little thing that a third party can pick up, right? Some, you know, it's kind of like, this is the only analogy I can think of right now, but roll with it. So do you know how like if you have an animal and you're used to your animal's smells. And when company comes over and they're not used to your animals in your house, you, they immediately smell that animal. And, you know, they're polite and they don't say anything. So that is what, like, you know, when you check in with a coach is that, you know, you are being held accountable. If you said you're going to the gym three days a week, and you don't go to the gym three days a week, I'm not going to be that person who's, who's going to like rack, rack you on the knuckle on the knuckles like an old school nun. I'm going to say, okay, so um, Sharon, you said you wanted to go to the gym three days a week. What's going on? And then if you tell me, oh, Kim, you know, my mom got sick, my kid got sick, this, this, this. I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. Wow. All right. So um, how do we work around this? Right. You know, as a coach, I'm not that person who's going to be like, well, you're going to have to make up for it. I'm, I always want you to what I call work your reps, right? I always want you to come up with something that is realistic for you, that you're excited about, that you can make a plan, and ultimately is sustainable. And from all the women you've heard thus far, that's the ultimate goal, right? And so it's like, Karen was like, Karen needed the accountability. Karen has two kids in sports, she was running around, and she needed someone to um, call around her shit actually she was like I need you to tell me like when I am not doing the thing you know what my goal is and I need you to tell me when I'm not doing the things that are going not going to allow me to hit my goal and those are the kind of clients that I'm like yeah let's let's run you know uh think about like a three-legged race like you know for Karen and getting her ready for a show I was like Let's lock our legs together and let's let's get shit done. And so I want you to think about that, right? When you come to a coach, we are not about fixing you, right? I am not the Maytag repairman. As a coach, you know, come and say, this is what I need from you. And if you can't articulate it, know that it's a partnership, right? A coach isn't just going to give you something and say, a good coach isn't going to say, do this. A good coach is going to be like, okay, this is what your goal. How does A or B feel? 
and we'll go from there. And then it's like A or B. Okay, try A or B and let's see how it goes. Because we're not going to give you more than you can do. Like every week, there's not going to be this radical shift because we're trying to see like what actually works for you. And many of you listening to me right now, you are really good, right? I'd say 90% of the clients who come to me, they're already eating really well but they're eating a little bit too much or they're eating a little too less. And we need to find that, that that happy medium for them. And then we also have to do some tweaks to the workout. But other than that, you know, many of you are like, you know, spot on. But I want to thank Karen so much because yes, I am. I, I, I can't help myself. Honesty is what I needed because guess what? We don't have time for me to just dick around and I'm, I'm, I'm honest, but I'm not hurtful. You know, I'm go- I'm going to call you on your shit, but it's not going to be in a way that's going to make you feel sh- shame, right? Or blame yourself or whatever. I'm just going to be like, all right, this week was a bad week. How do we improve? How do we like, you know, how does like, you know, we all have those weeks that you're like, I can't find my ass with both hands. I get it. Or, you know, I just came back from a trip and I was supposed to get home at 10 o'clock at night. I didn't get home till 4 a.m. We all have those days. So how do we kind of write the ship after we have those days or just say you know what i'm abandoning ship and give me two days just to like catch up on my damn sleep all right so thank you so much for taking the time to help me out with this project karen hey kim this is gina rains from tampa florida thanks so much for inviting me to be a part of your 200th podcast that is so exciting congratulations so well deserved So I am looking at the questions that you would like me to answer. And the first one was a habit that you helped me with. So we worked together in 2016 when I was training to compete in the women's tri-fitness competition. And then I went down to Miami for Fitness Universe. And... The one habit that I still do to this day is have breakfast for dinner, which seems silly, but I had such a regimented schedule and you had to work your hardest to get me to change up the regular breakfast, lunch, and dinner meals to shock my body and just do something different. So moving on to the next question you had asked, I answer a lesson that you've taught me. I would have to say the number one lesson that I have learned from you was to trust the process. The journey is always has so many ups and downs, but if you are listening to your coach, putting in the work, putting in the time and energy that's required and trusting that the process will will work for you. In the end, you'll have really great results, whether it's for competition like it was in my case or um, getting ready for a special event or a family function. So I would definitely say that may not be that easy all the time, but trusting the process and the journey that you're on when you're working with someone experienced to coach you through it will definitely give you the best results. So my last question is, what is it like being coached by you? And I truly enjoyed my experience 
with you, Kim, as we prepared for TriFitness, which you had a background in TriFit because you had competed. So you were aware of the competition and what that all involved, plus transitioning two weeks later to Fitness Universe. You took the time to get to know me as an athlete and understand what I was preparing for between the two shows being two weeks apart. And you put forth the best plan to follow. And I would say you're very direct when you're coaching your athletes. But for someone like me, it worked really well because I was going to follow whatever you told me to do because I wanted my end results to be the very best. And they were, and I'm very fortunate for that. So I really appreciated everything you did and supported me. 2016 was definitely my most successful and favorite year that I competed. And I owe so much of it to you. So thank you very much. I'm so glad that after so many years later, we still keep in touch and we still get to chat from time to time. So thank you again for reaching out. Lots of luck. I'm so excited and can't wait to listen to the podcast. Talk to you soon. You know, this one from Gina was great because I can relate to Gina. You know, she and I like kind of both grew up in the same era of fitness competitions and there was only one way, right? There was just only one way. And if you've been doing it for so long, it's really easy to get caught up in your shit, And I know for me, I got caught up in my shit. And when I first entered perimenopause, I had to radically change. And it was like, you know, taking rust off of a tractor that has been out in your yard for decades. And, you know, for Gina, because I knew that feeling for myself, it's not as simple, you know, so it's a matter of, you know, working with someone to say, okay, what are you willing to do? You know, and as a coach, I'm, I don't give you a list. I don't give you a good food list, a bad food list, meal plan. I don't do that shit. I was like, you know, again, going back, now that I'm clear about where you want to go, then we talk about your choices. And I ask you, you know, you know, based on what I look in, on your food log, I'm like, okay, where can we go here? You know, what are you willing to do right now? And for a lot of women, it is variety, you know, and you heard Joanne talk about it a few women ago. And for many people, they think variety is this like every you have to be like freaking Martha Stewart. I have no desire to be freaking Martha Stewart. I am not going to go all back and chase a damn chicken for an egg. Um, but when it comes to variety, many people, they get freak out because they think every single meal has to be this radical different meal. And I like to keep variety really simple. I like simple things. And if you've been listening to me for these 200 freaking episodes, I can't believe it, 200 episodes, um, you would know how simple I like to keep things. So when I say variety, let's just, let's do a basic meal. So Every time I go to the grocery store, I buy two fruits. So one week I buy strawberries, one week I buy apples. I buy two grains. One week I buy beets, one week I buy butternut squash. I buy vegetables, 
um, cucumbers, carrots, red cabbage, um, and lettuce. And then I buy t um, two to three different proteins. And that's, that's pretty much what I eat. And so then the next week I go, I'm like, well, I bought strawberries and apples last week. So I'm going to buy blueberries and watermelon this week. The cadence hasn't changed. It's just the choice I put in that slot has changed. Uh, maybe on my salad, I'm going to add some feta, but I'm going to buy the same basic ingredients for my salad. Or maybe um, they have some fresh mint. So I'm going to add something just a little bit different so that my body's like, oh, hey now, what's happening here? There's something different going on, right? But there's always some type of basic cadence to my meals, but I might just swap out the players. Think about it like a play, right? If you ever watched Hamilton, Lin-Manuel was the first Hamilton. He got swapped out. So I'm gonna swap out some things. I'm gonna swap out some different types of protein, swap out my grains, swap out my starches, swap out my fruit, swap out my things, but it's not going to be just dramatic. And I know many people like, Kim, you know, I'm cooking for one or my family, blah, blah, blah. You ain't, McDo first of all, you ain't McDonald's. So there's that. <laughs> and I, you know, people always ask me, they're like, does your husband eat the way you eat? Yeah. This ain't McDonald's. Um, you know, he eats different portions than I do, but yeah, that basically he eats what I eat. Um, and and you know, uh, I have a good friend Carrie, and she does the same thing. She's like, you know, if you start to teach your kids, um, you know, they don't have to always eat like Dino bites and freaking macaroni and cheese. You know, it, yeah, if you feed that to them, great. I'm not no judgments. I'm just saying, how can we start to like streamline yourself in the kitchen so you don't feel like you are a uh, part-time prep cook um, in addition to the taxi, into the, the washerwoman, and so forth. Um, but with Gina, like if with everyone, like we need to shock our body because if we keep feeding our body the same thing over and over and over and over again for decades, your body's going to be like, I know exactly what to do. And I know the minimal level of energy I need to give it in order for it to, to, to work. And so when I keep switching my foods up, it's making my body continue to be efficient, right? We want to be an efficient machine. And so, you know, switching things up is, you know, I know it's hard, but like those little subtle things that you do is what's going to keep your, your body on your toes. You know, also trusting the process, you know, you know, so many people, I do my best as a coach to kind of say, you know, here are the, the first few steps and take those first few steps. Let's see how it goes, because there might be, depending on how your body responds, there might be three or four more steps or there might be 10 steps. I don't know. But I know that I, I know that everyone has to take these first three steps. And, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I've seen a lot of different bodies. You know, I am very big on education. Um, I also have a great network. So it's like it's, it's rare that someone's body I have not seen that's something I'm like, damn, I've never seen that before. But most times it's patience, right? The, the biggest thing that I say a lot of my clients struggle with is patience. They, they, they struggle with having the patience that, 
you know, I, I'll say it multiple times, your body's not Amazon Prime. You can't think about, you know, losing 10 pounds on Monday and think by Friday, you know, the blue door, the, the blue van is pulling down your road. It's just, just not, that's just not how it happens. And I'm really grateful for Gina because she's like, okay, you know, I, I'm grateful because a lot of my clients, I connect with you as a person, right? I, I want to know about you and your life because when I know about you and your life, I'm able to say, all right, given what's going on, you know, how can we structure this? You know, I have clients who I know they're single moms and I'm like, okay, given your situation, how is this going to work out for you? You know, I I've had clients who were trying to go on a dream vacation and trying to do, you know, achieve this amazing, a huge goal. I'm like, okay, but is this the time? And not in a way that tries to think you can't, but why would you want to, right? Why would you want to go on a dream vacation with your family and be looking for a gym or making sure you're hitting your protein totals? Like, no. Um, but that's, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, I, the clients that who are attracted to me, they need that. They need someone who's very like A, B, C, and D. And, you know, no, like, um, I give you some social foreplay, but I also want you, I know you're busy and I want you to be able to like get that email and be like, okay, what, what do I need to do? Just like in, in the podcast, I like to be able to say, okay, quickly, what do you need to do in order to hit X, Y, Z, results. So thank you, Gina, so much. And yes, I too am grateful that we have stayed in touch all of these years. Hi, my name is Lisa Helfrick. And six years ago, at the age of 49, Kim Barnes Jefferson took me from fit to fabulous and stage ready in about five months, maybe less. I was really not sure I could make it. Uh, a lot of changes to the diet, even though I was doing well, but she ramped up my exercise and could look at pictures and just tell what I needed to do to change my diet to make me stage ready. So at the age of 49, 50, and 51, Kim took me from fit to fabulous, stage ready, in a teeny tiny bikini and five inch heels, and I was in four different competitions, placed in each one, and it was a bucket list of mine, so I'm super excited. And not that anybody out there listening to this needs to be stage ready, but no matter what your goal is, Kim can get you there. Good luck. Ah, oh, we just heard from Lisa, and I am just so happy. I just remember um, seeing her at camp, um, and she was just like a deer in the headlights. And you know, I knew her professionally, so it was kind of interesting. <laughs> and then to see her in camp, and then to be her coach, um, but. I love when women who have been thinking about this for a really long time finally decide to like take a take, you know, take a bite out of life and say, screw it. I'm just going to go for it. And I absolutely love that. And, you know, Lisa is a perfect example of many of you listening. Right. Many of the other women who have uh, shared in this podcast, they most people come to me and they are already eating really good. Like really healthy. And for, um, you know, many people ask, you know, the difference between a fitness competitor and a regular person, a fitness competitor, like there's not a lot of extras, right? You know, we, uh, a lot of people can get away with some extras. 
um, fitness com competitions, you can't get away with any extra. So, you know, maybe it's something like a lot of you could eat chicken sausage and for a fitness competitor, that might be just a little bit too fatty for you as you get closer and closer to your show. But for a regular person, I'm going to like, yeah, go for it. Have it. Enjoy. Rock on with your bad self. Right. So it's like for fitness competitions, it's come, it just comes down to choices. The closer and closer to a show, we get a little bit more strict with our food. With that said, some people are like, well, diet me like a fitness competitor. And I'm like, here's the thing. Work your reps. Are you, is that realistic for you? Given what you, what you like, you know, if you like your wine, that's okay. I'm never going to take it in anyone's wine. But if you tell me you want to train like a fitness competitor, you bet your sweet bottom, that wine is that slapping that wine out of your hand. You know, are you going to be excited about it? Like, are you going to be excited that you need to focus and be at the gym six days a week? Like you are like a freaking, you know, New England patriot, you know, like you're working out like it is your part time job, right? Are, can you get excited a, a, about that? You know, can you make a plan for these kind of workouts in your life? Like, what about your kids? What about your job? You know, are you carting your kids here, there and everywhere? You know, I remember like single moms would be doing this. And I'm like, God love you. I'm like, I can barely get myself together. I got no kids. I got nothing. And ultimately, you know, fitness, comp fitness competitions aren't sustainable. You know, I would diet myself. I would diet clients for a day to get you to June 10th. And then I would spend the entire year, depending on how often you competed, getting you ready for the next June or the next fall, right? So it all, for, for all of us, it's nutrition, right? Jacqueline says the best, nutrition is queen. And we all know if the queen ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And we have to decide how is your nutrition serving you? You know, and this isn't about starving yourself and bringing yourself down to this dramatically low calorie amount. It's like looking at your food and asking yourself, what are you eating? What is in your food? And if you want to share with me um, a three-day food log, you know, do me a favor and uh, slide into my DMs, uh, Kim Jefferson Coach on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Um, and just let me know, like slide into my DM, three full days of food, and I will give you some feedback on that. So thank you so much, Miss Lisa, for helping me with, with this project. For me, something that Coach Kim did was to help instill confidence. And I think that I still carry that with me today, um, feeling like I am worthy enough to do things and to be great. And why not me was kind of the overall confidence boost I needed to get out on stage. Um, something that has stuck with me from Coach Kim is that you got to put the work in if you want to get the results. It's an ongoing lifelong change to be healthy for the long run, not just something that you're going to do for a show. Um, so a lot of habits have still been instilled in me that I've learned from Coach Kim, and she was a great, a great role model, um, always leading by example. So yeah, that's why I love Coach Kim. All right, last but not least, we have Miss Jackie Briggs. I absolutely adore this lovely lady. And, you know, it's funny that, you know, 
I love the intangibles, right? You know, so many people will tell me like, yes, you, I had had them hit their goals. Great. Absolutely. But I love the non-scale things and the confidence, you know, that is my ultimate goal is that I want women to just feel confident in their body. Because I know that when my I turned 40, I felt like my body gave me the finger and the confidence that I had just like it just shattered. And if you're not feeling good in your skin, that is just so shitty. And when Jackie brought up confidence, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Confidence, my three of my favorite words, confidence, courage, consistency. And I always want women to just always feel their most confident because when you feel your most confident, what can't you do? Like you feel like, you know, like um, that Superman pose that they talk about in that, um, that Ted talk. And I want everyone to feel that way when, when it comes to your body, even if you're not at your goal weight or your goal body composition, I want you to be able to walk into any room and be like, how you doing? I own this motherfucker. But thank you so much, Jackie, for talking about the confidence because yeah, that's what I always want people to feel. It makes me really excited that you said that. All right, magic makers, thank you so much for listening. And as I close out my 200th episode here at the Fake Girl Magic Podcast, I want to thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for, you know, the women that I that I bump into on the street that tell me that they listen to my podcast to the reviews that I get from all of you. And that's a subtle hint uh, review. If you could send me a five star review, that would be absolutely fabulous. Uh, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast or you shoot me a DM and I will help you with that. Um, it's just really great that I have such a supportive community um, and I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything I possibly can do to support you. And, you know, you, you always know that I'm wide open to suggestions for show feedback, things I should be doing differently, you know, because without you, I got, I don't have a show and I want to thank you so much. And I do want to leave you with this. You know, I didn't know how this was all going to work out for, with this podcast. And I know I'd be talking to you in my office, talking to myself into a cardboard box, literally, for 200 episodes, but here I be. And I just had to do it scared, right? I do a lot of shit scared. Um, I do a lot of things that I just kind of take the leap and close my eyes and hope it all works out. And luckily, it all has worked out for me thus far. Um, I went to a convention, probably. Hmm, yeah, I went to I went to an event in May of 2019. And the event was called Confidence Activated. And they talked about like, you know, how long are you going to put off? How long are you going to put off? How long are you going to put off? And I was finally like, this has been bubbling in me since 2014, 15. And I finally was like, bite the bullet. And I was like, I don't know what I need. But me and Google, we besties. And I Googled. And then I also found a woman who, you know, would help me produced this I found a podcast editor and I just have taken it from there and I want to thank you know Liana who you know helps me with all of my social media and blogging for this 
And for Derek, who literally I get to just talk into a mic and send him the documents and he just stitches it all together. So if there's anything out there that you have been putting off, you know what, there's someone out there who can help you. You're a Google away, you're a person away. And when it comes to health and fitness and you need someone to help you with that, I am here. Like, even if I'm not the person for you, even if I don't resonate with you, I know a lot of people and I can definitely point you in a different direction. But I have, I've loved, you know, hearing your feedback. I've loved, you know, providing these episodes for you. And thank you so much for all the love and support you've given me for these past 200 episodes. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.